Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. We bless God for another opportunity to learn by His feet. We ask and pray that may we come to the full glory of Christ in the name of Jesus. It is at that point that the full image of Christ will be built in us. I pray that God will use this teaching to manifest his purpose and him in our lives in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Our Lord and our Father, we worship you this day. We bless you because you are God. We appreciate your unfailing love. Thank you for your love that has brought us to you. Thank you for your love that has given us access to your throne. The Bible says that therefore come to the throne of grace. Father, we bless you for the access we have through your name. We say be that we follow in Jesus' name. Lord, as we examine your word, we pray that you give us inspiration from above in the name of Jesus. Lord, open your word to us the more in Jesus' name. Grant us understanding. Grant us wisdom. Grant us knowledge. Thank you, our Father. May we continue to worship you and to live by your word. For in Jesus' mighty name, have we prayed. Amen. Praise God. I would love to appreciate this wonderful privilege to check through the word of God together. Uh, from the voice notes I received, I I come to know that the word we are examining is God's chaser. What do we mean by God's chaser? Who are God's chaser? What prerequisite do we need? to start chasing God or have you at any point in your life considered the need to chase God or do you think it is God that needs to chase man or it is man that needs to chase God I think from your perspective both views are correct if you are chasing God you might be chasing God for one thing and if God is chasing after man he's also doing that for a reason they help us to understand in the book of Ezekiel says, Behold, I sought for a man. You can see from there God deliberately looking for man. God deliberately seeking to engage man in his internal plan, to engage man in his internal purpose. We discover from that particular passage that God is indeed in need of man, which we must be very available, much more available, and in, the, in our quest for God. Some things should be noted. Some things should be should be considered. One, if God will use a man, if a man will chase after God, if God will pour down his spirit into a man, if a man will contain the wholeness of God, there are some things we need to what, consider. Now, the first thing is what availability. That is, is the man available? The second one is usability. Is the man usable? So all these things are need to be considered. Most of the time, people are available, but they are not useful. And most of the time, some people are useful, but they are not available. But for us to reach out to the mandate of God, we need to know that we ought to be what? Usable and available. That is what can actually drive out 
the intention of God out of our life. But by the way, that is just by the way. What we are considering is what God's Jesus. I want us to check through the scripture and see what it means by chasing after God. What it means by running after God. I wrote to the scripture, the book of Psalm 63, starting from verse 1. Psalm 63, starting from verse 1. It says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee. My flesh longed for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Now, let's just take a time to wait. Now, another word we can use in place of cheese is what? Seek. Another word we can use in place of chase is follow. We can say God seek us. We can say God follow us. On many accounts in the scripture, we see God calling men, follow me. Jesus calling men, follow me. He called men to follow him. That is, he is so mindful that man learned from him. One of the first things we do when we would taste God, when we follow God, when we seek after God, is what we learn is preset. We learn is ways. We learn is doctrine. We learn is ordinances. We learn is lifestyle. When Jesus appointed the twelve, he says what? Learn of me. Now, the Bible told us in the book of in the book of John, this learn of me. That is, it is essential we learn of Christ. It is essential we come to the full knowledge of Christ. That is one of the fundamental, fundamental basis, fundamental reasons for we looking after God, for we chasing after God. Yes, you might be looking for God for blessings. You might be chasing after God for miracles. You might follow God for one thing or the other. It is good. I'm not saying that is not good. It is correct. But one of the best ways, one of the best reasons for you to chase after God is for you to learn of Him. Is that you can what? You can replicate His lifestyle. I pray that our life will come to a stage that we replicate God's lifestyle in the name of Jesus. I continue from where I stopped. Psalm 63 says, Oh God. Thou art my God, only will I seek thee. It's it 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 look as if the writer is giving us duration, is giving us time to seek after God. Says, Oh God, thou art my God, only will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee, my flesh longed for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. What is he seeking God for? What is he longing for? What is he still thirsty for? Chapter verse 2 says, To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have been thee in the sanctuary, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Now we see one of the reasons this writer is wanting to see God. One of the reasons is chasing after God. Is chasing after God to seek His power. Is chasing after God to see His glory. 
is testing us that God, that God's power and glory will be revealed, will be will be manifested in his life. As a believer, we need to get to a point that will make seeking after God a priority. The Bible says, seek first. Seek first. Seek first. No, it looks as if the writer gave us a time to seek after God. No, 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 no. That is not what the writer means. He doesn't give us a time. But what he actually meant was that he says, he says, Only will I see thee. That is, he's actually putting the, 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 the concept of poverty. That is, I will seek thee first. That is, I will make you the most poverty in my life. So, chasing after God, love of a heart. Now, we see many things from the scripture, from the scripture, Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Matthew 5, verse 6. I will, I want to be so brief so that we can come to the summary of this teaching. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. It says, Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. What is this writer testing for? The first writer was seeking for power and glory. This one was seeking, was testing, was on guard for what? For, for righteousness. For righteousness. We see here that another dimension of a man seeking after God. He was seeking that the righteousness of God will be done in his life. The righteousness of God will be done in our life. Another thing, let's check again. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. Starting from verse 19. John 5 verse 19. We are driving to a conclusion. And I pray that God himself will be made known in our lives in the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 5 starting from verse 19 to 20. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he said the father do. For what thing soever he does, this also does the son likewise. For the father loveth the son, and shew him, and shew him all things that he himself does, and he will shew him greater works than this that ye may marvel he will show him greater works than this we saw that jesus christ in his quest for doing god's will he does what the father do it he has been with the father in land of the father this can be done when you choose to follow him this can be done when you choose to follow the Father. That is, he has chosen the precept of the Father. He chose the principle of the Father. He chose the mandate of the Father. So, all what the Father did, that is what he did on earth. All what the Father do, he did that absolutely on earth. We saw that from the page of the scripture. Now, let's examine three things which can help us to chase after God. In our quest for chasing God, we pass through three experiences. The first thing is what? 
when a man choose to chase after God, when a man choose to follow after God, when a man choose to seek after God, three things are bound to happen in his life. The first thing is what? Encounter. He encounters God. The second thing is what? After a country, he explore. He explore. After exploring, the third thing is what? He engage. At these three stages of our life, at these three stages, we need to involve our man, spirit man, I mean, our being, to come to the reality of these three stages, to come to the reality of encounter, to come to the reality of exploring, and to come to the reality of engaging God. If a man choose to chase after God, but is yet to come to these three stages, the encounter is not complete enough. If a man chooses to follow after God, if a man chooses to seek after God, and is lacking in these three stages, encounter is lacking the stage of exploring and is lacking the stage of engaging, he or she is yet to seek after God, is yet to encounter God. On every account of these stages, we will examine some characters. We examine some subjects. Luke chapter 19, starting from verse 1 to 10. A very common scriptures, a very common story in the Bible. It's a story of one rich and popular man, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus happens to be what a, a, a what, we, what can we call it in our contemporary day? We can call a man like Zacchaeus as a man who is rich yes of course this man is rich this man is wealthy this man is a tax collector yes just like a, 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 a chief custom officer in our present day just like what the the, the chairman of uh, a, a local government in our contemporary day a very rich man influential and then he, he, he is well known famous he would he encountered God. One of the things that made me pick this particular character in the Bible is that we saw his quest, we saw his desire, we saw his passion towards chasing after God. We saw that he is so particular about meeting Christ Jesus. We saw that he is so particular about coming to the reality of God. We saw that he is so particular about these three things. He is particular about encountering God. He is particular about exploring God. He is particular about engaging God. We saw his move. We saw his action. We saw his deeds to meeting God. Now, let's check from the scripture. I won't be able to read, but I will just pinpoint some particular phrase or verses that will be so peculiar to us. Now, in that passage, we saw that what Zacchaeus decided to what? To seek Jesus. He decided to see Jesus, but he has many barriers. He has many obstacles. He has many, many things that hindered him. Let's make start from verse 2. It says, and behold, that is Luke chapter 19, verse 2. It says, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought, that is, he seek, 
That is, he made efforts. He made effort. He wanted to chase God. He made effort. He wanted to follow God. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not press for, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. For he was was to pass that way. Now, let's see from that particular passage. We saw that he was a rich man. He made effort to to seeing Jesus. He made effort to encouraging Jesus. He made effort, but he could not see. He could not see Jesus. Why? Because of the crowd. And because of his small stature. Now, what does that symbolize? He could not see Jesus because of the crowd. What does this crowd mean? One, the crowd there means the crowd of religious people. We have seen on many occasions that people couldn't chase after God because of religious activities, because of the dogmatic behaviors and their lifestyle. The same thing happens to Sarkios. We have crowds, crowd of religious people. The heart of Jesus, they gather together. They prevent people from seeing Jesus. Crowd of men that would, that disguise as if they have met Jesus. Crowd of men that disguise as if they've encountered Jesus. But no, no encounter in their life. No traces in their life. He what? He tried as much as possible to encounter Jesus. But what? Crowd was too much. They pressed and couldn't allow him to seek after Jesus. Crowd of religious people. Another one thing we think we saw is what the crowd really means. It meant it means that crowd of his own colleagues and partner in sin. <laughs> Do you know what those people might be saying? Ah, uh-uh. ah, a rich man. You have enjoyed the world. What do you need Jesus for? You know, this crowd my literally means the people you know, the rich carcass he, 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 he gathered. Yeah, they might tell him that, ah, uh-uh, Mr. Sakios, come, you are rich, you don't need Jesus. Many a times, our friends have prevented us from encountering God. Our friends have prevented us from chasing after God. Our friends have prevented us from mourning after God. Our status in, in, in the society has prevented us from mourning after God. But do you know what Sakios did? He left all those crowd. He had to make for he make move. He wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to he, he set his parity. Don't forget what we did. He set his parity. How can a rich man like Sakios decided to climb a tree because he's short? Another thing we saw is that he was short in stature. Now come to see. The Bible says, see, cut short. This sin for all have sin and come short of the glory of God. What actually made him short in stature? Sin made him short. This is not a physical stature, but a stature that has limited him to seeing Jesus. A stature that has reduced his height to seeing Jesus. The Bible says, Sin caught short a man of the glory of God. He is short of God's glory. So therefore, he could not see God. He is short of fulfillment. He, no fulfillment, no glory, no satisfaction, no rest in life. He is short so he couldn't see he couldn't see jesus but thank god he made move he climbed up to a tree and he what he saw jesus another thing 
we saw from that particular passage, we saw that when God, when you do your part in seeking God, God is always willing to do his part. Now, we saw that Zacchaeus climbed the tree and lo and behold, Jesus got to that point and he looked up. Wow, I've never seen from my study of the scripture except from that particular passage that Jesus walked and he decided to look up. Now, he was walking on the street and he looked up. What an encounter. He already made the move. So therefore, God can assist him. God assisted him to uh, to see him, to follow him, to chase him, to encounter him. So when Jesus looked up, he saw what? He saw Zacchaeus. He saw Jesus came to the place. Jesus will come to your place where you are. Now, it is so much of importance to us to drive at this particular stage in our life that many people, in, 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 in because of their religious engagement, they thought that what they are delivered, but yet they are not delivered. So they, they set their tent in the carcass of those who are delivered. Meanwhile, sin is still battling with their life. They are still what being defeated on daily basis. Satan is still cheating on them. But say, but what? These are the carcass of the religious people. They set their tent in the garden of crowd. But Zacchaeus, he set out his tent to a place that Jesus Christ could see him. Sir, brother and sister, you might have been setting your what tent among people that are saved. Meanwhile, you are not saved. You might have been setting your tent among people that are believers. Meanwhile, you are not delivered. You might have been setting your tent among people that are free from the power of sin. Meanwhile, you are not delivered from the power of sin. Just do as Zacchaeus did. He left the place to a place that Jesus Christ can see discovered him. Jesus Christ lifted up his eyes and he called his name. Can you just decode the miracle that happened there? Right in the heart of Sarkos. Sarkos might be wondering, how? Jesus knows my name? How come he, 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 he knew my name? How come he knows my name? Can you see what Jesus Christ did there? He called out his name. Ma, sir, Jesus Christ knows your name. He knows where you are. The failure for you in God is because you are at the point you are not meant to be. You are what? You are covered with religious engagement. You might be like, ah, ah, how come someone that is the choir mistress come out for salvation? <laughs> oh, you are what? Postponing your salvation. You might be like, how come I've been into the work of the ministry for so many years? How come? And you might be like, I don't want people to see me that I'm not saved. I don't want people to know that I'm not saved. Due to the religious activities that has covered your face. Due to you have covered your face with religious engagement. You prevented the workings of Jesus. You prevented an encounter. You prevented the date with God at that particular spot. He left the place and he came to a point at which he met Jesus. Jesus Christ came to him. Mind you, he already what? Lived his part. Jesus Christ also did his part. He came to the place and he called on his name. Sarkios. After calling on his name, calm down. See, Jesus Christ is willing to save you. Jesus Christ is willing to encounter you. He called him out. You may be behaving to be victorious person, meaning that you are victorious over sin, but yet there is what sin is still what I deem in your bosom. I came I, 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 I there's a picture I want us to know. Eliab, the son of Jesse. 
Iliad. This man was filled with what? The, the garment of religious activity. Imagine Samuel the prophet merely seeing him. He said, wow, this is the anointed of God. But lo and behold, God is not seeing all this religious activity. He's looking into the heart. He said, no, 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 this is not the person I can choose. The person that is what is not covered with religious activity, mere religious activity. But look and behold, he said, no, 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 no. You are looking at the face whereas I'm looking at the world. He rejected him. He rejected him. Why? Because what? All he did was religious activity, sanctification, uh, fast, fast sanctification, chap, impromptu sanctification, and God doesn't need that. That will in that encounter. He what? He, 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 he went straight and did sanctification. When he heard that the prophet was coming to the house, sharp, sharp, he, he went and did sanctification. Sharp, sharp, he went and portrayed. He put on the garment of a, uh, uh, of a, 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 a man to be anointed. Meanwhile, God never see that. God never saw that. He what all he did was to what voice out. This is not the person. I have another person else. Why? Because what he is filled with religious engagement. Religious activity prevented an encounter. Don't forget Eliab. Eliab is one character that we can mind, we can what easily pick that. He was filled with religious engagement. Meanwhile, God doesn't see him. God doesn't see him. God doesn't see him. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. After Jesus got to the place, Jesus said, so He says, Make haste and come down for today. I must stay at your house. What an encounter. Make haste and calm down. Ma, sir, sister and brother, when you decided to play your part, God will play his part. The failure we are experiencing in spiritual matter is because we never played our part. Don't forget where we started from. Psalm 63. The man said, I will seek thee. He played his part. He played his part. You too can play your part today. You can encounter God. Play your part today and you encounter God. What to expect? Afterwards, after he had encountered God, after he had Jesus Christ had met him, Jesus Christ told him something. He said in verse 8, Luke chapter 19, verse 8, which is more peculiar to what we are considering encountering. He says, He says, Luke chapter 19, verse 8. After he had encountered him, he says, And Sarkis stood and said unto the Lord, that Jesus, behold, Lord. Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken all things from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. What an encounter. At one point you will encounter God and you will forsake your past life. At one point you will encounter God and your life will never remain the same. Remember this Paul had on his way to Damascus, he encountered God, and God counterattacked his move. He was going on a mission to destroy the saints, but he encountered God, and there was what a, a, a change of direction. Man, when you encounter God, definitely there will be a change of direction. It is then you will begin to chase after God. You will begin to run after God. 
our move for God, our desire for God has not been fully activated without encounter. It is one encounter that will make you all chase after God. We have seen many people encounter Jesus. We saw that woman at the well in John chapter 4. She encountered God. We saw Paul encounter God. All these people, it is on their way for a mission. Jesus encountered them. The same thing we saw Sarkios. Jesus encountered him, but he took his step. What step? We need to take a step and God will play his part. All these things are mounted. All these things are pinpointing to the move of God that is coming very soon. Even let me see the move of God that has started is the move of the entire revival. God is raising men that he might prepare men thoroughly furnish for this great assignment. A man that God can fix into the agenda of the end time revival. People that are chasing after God. Another thing we need to consider is exploring. After a man has encountered God, what next is what is to exploit God. We discover from the pages of the scripture one of the character we, we easily overlooked because of the gender, the character falls to. She is of the female gender. And then we don't we don't consider intently what he did in the pages of the scripture. What do you mean by exploring? Exploring means gradual view to discover something new. Gradual process to discover something new. Have you heard of people trying to explore an environment because they discovered some mineral resources is eating beneath the head crust. All they did is what to gradually examine and examine and examine and examine till they got to the point of exploring. Now, you want to chase after God and you are in it. Ma, it doesn't work that way. Exploring is a process of gradual discovery. You will discover something new. I will see DLA. You discover something new. This I will diligently wait to receive what he has for me. Exploring is the point at which you gradually discover. Now, let's check the scripture. The book of Luke chapter 20. Luke, sorry. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. And we study that passage of the scripture because of our time, we won't be able to study it. But we might pick some peculiar character, some peculiar phrase. Now, we saw that Jesus had been crucified. This woman, this lady, this female gender, Mary Magdalene, she woke up early in the morning just to see the grave of Jesus. And on getting there, she discovered that the stone has been taken away. The stone has been rolled away. Now, when I started reading this place, I was like, okay, is that the only thing she saw? You should have waited a bit and then tried to, okay, the stone has been rolled away. Thank God there is no barrier again. 
thank God the encounter has been actualized. You've gotten an encounter. The stone has been rolled away. The barrier between man and God has been rolled away. Your bar- the barrier between you and God has been rolled away. You already encounter God. You already have access to the throne of grace. To the throne of mercy. You already encounter God. Yes, you should have waited. Enter into the world. Grave. Enter into the sepulchre. And see for yourself. Probably things. But that was not the situation. That was not the case. When she saw that the what the sepulchre has been rolled, the stone has been rolled away. Don't forget, it was cemented before. You know the way they did it. It was cemented with the power of God. The the stone was rolled away. That is not where we are going. But we saw that what immediately she saw that the stone was rolled away. She ran to the wall to the apostles of Jesus Christ, Simon Peter, and then and John. So when they got chapter 2 verse 2 it says, then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, when whom Jesus loved, and that is what John, and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they had laid him. Peter therefore went forth and other disciple and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together. And the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre and he stopped down, looking in and saw the lining clothes lying yet went he not in. Now, from here, we discover that people after encountering God, they stopped at the surface of the encounter. Look at this story. They just what they couldn't enter into the encounter. So at the point of entering into the encounter is at the point of exploring God. Ma and sir, I want to categorically tell you that if you and I are to chase God, if we are to get God, if we are to hold on to God. If we are to seek after God, if we are to follow God intently, if we are to follow God closely, we must leave the stage of the surface. We must enter into the deep because it is the deep that calleth unto the deep. It is when you enter into the deep that you discover dimensions of God. You discover realities of God. You discover revelations. You discover mysteries. The Bible says the mystery belongs to us and our children. It is those that are taking time to enter into that can discover them. I want to tell you that the encounter you have at the surface is not enough. Ma, you need to enter inside. The, the, the apostles, the disciples, stayed outside they couldn't enter inside they stayed outside what would have prevented them from what entering inside what could have prevented them from tying a bit tying a bit now let's continue then come simon follow him that is simon was following john and went into the sepulchre and see it the lining clothes lie 
and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then, then went in also the other disciples, which come first to the sepulchre, and they saw and believed. Verse 9. For as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Verse 10. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. Now, we saw that levels upon levels, dimensions upon dimensions, depth upon depth, mysteries have been unveiled. A man that wanted to get the purest of water from the head. A dog and he, after he had dug, after, he, okay, the man dig and dig and dig. At one point, he got, he, the man will get a dirty water. Again, he continued digging. At one point, he had to pump it out. He continued digging. He continued digging. Now, we discover that when they stood at the entrance, it was after they entered inside, they saw that of the two, Christ Jesus was not there. They saw lining of clothes. They saw the wrapper. He was, he was what? He was covered with. That was all they saw. Man, sir, the level you are presently in Christ, the level you are in spiritual matters, the level of your spiritual understanding is as a result of the level you've entered into the encounter you have. Now, we saw that after which they went to their home. All they could see, all they could what, get was that nothing else. He is no more there. No revelation, no encounter, no mysteries, no interpretation. All they saw was that one. Truly, Jesus was, was not there and they went back home again. But this character we are talking of, Mary Magdalene, let's see what she did before she began to explore God. Now, we saw that verse 11 says, But Mary stood without a disapproval, weeping as she wept, she stopped down and looked into the sepulchre what did she found man it is high time we stop and look many people are just praying praying i'm not saying praying is not good but it is high time we stopped and look it is high time we stopped and examine it is high time we stopped and meditate Deeper dimensions are not gotten until we look. Deeper dimensions are not gotten until we stop and look. Let's check the life of Moses. Moses had an encounter. It was he was just going about, you know, hearing the chief and the animal. Of his in law, but he said, I will stop by and look. It was until he stopped by and look, and he got to know 
that a bush was burning without being consumed. The Bible says she stopped and looked inside. Oh, I pray at this point in our life, may we look and gain access into the deeper dimension of God in the name of Jesus. Since but Mary stopped without an a disciple. And as she wept, man, after you have been groaning for God, you have been praying passionately that you want the dimension of God. You have been praying that you want God to make himself known in your life. You have been praying for power and glory. But can you just take a break and look inside? Take a break and look inside. You know said, he looked into the sepulchre. Verse 12. And see two angels in white sitting, the one of the head, the one at the head, and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say, and they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? And we saw that it was until she looked inside. Exploring. She took time to wait. She waited and looked inside. When others could not tarry again, when others could not wait again, she stopped and waited. She stopped and wanted to know where had my Lord been taken to? What actually happened to my Savior? She waited and waited and waited and waited. Can you see? She waited and until that point, she caught a revelation. That actually gave her interpretation of what happened. The Bible says she saw an angel, two angels. Verse 13. And they said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they had laid him. We saw from here the pursuit, our pursuit for waiting. She was only waiting to know where our Lord has been taken to. Now, sir, I think we need to come to a point to know more about God. Come to a point to discover more about God. Verse 14. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. All these things exploring is a matter of sight. All she saw was as a product of her sight. All she saw was as a product of her size. All she saw was as a product of her sight. Until we turn around to see, we may not, we may not get to the point which we will discover God. Until we don't go to a point and see and see and see, we may not what discover God. We may not discover God, and that would be a waste of time. That will be a waste of energy. I'm reading from the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. He said, I will stand upon my watch and set 
me upon the tower and I will watch to see what he will say unto me and I shall answer when I am reproved. I will watch. I will watch. We saw them. All this man God was as a result of him watching. He says, I will watch. He now said verse 2. says, and the Lord answered me. It was until she took a point to watch. Exploring God is a point of watching. Man, if we will taste God, we need to stand and watch. Enough of just doing everything blindfoldedly. Man, stand and watch. Says, for the vision, okay. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on top on upon the table that he may run, he that run may run that readeth it. We saw that what all these things are product of waiting to see, waiting to look, waiting to, 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 to see, and he got an account, she got an encounter. Mary caught an encounter. Mary caught an encounter. John chapter 20. I continue. He now said, verse 15, Jesus said unto a woman, Why weepest thou? Who seek thou? She supposed him to be a gardener. Said unto him, Sir, if thou art born in his, tell me where thou art laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabuni, which is to say, Master. We saw that at that point, she finally got Jesus that she was running after, Jesus that she was chasing. So, at one point in our life, we might, we might have encountered God, but it doesn't stop there. We need to explore Him, tarry a little bit. Continue chasing him until you get hold on him. Since I will wait until I get hold on what he has to show me. Ma, sir, just tarry until you get hold on that call. The third one, engaging. Who are you engaging? After a man has encountered God, after he's exploring God. Yes, this is the point at which we, we need to what? engage God. Many people have encountered God. Many people have what? explored God. But they haven't engaged God. Engaging God is a point at which we set out to claim our word for Jesus. You know, when God was telling Joshua, I felt that Joshua was old. He said, Mr. Man, come here. You might be old. But do you know that you have not achieved anything? Most of our churches today, most of us Christians, we what we celebrate past glory. Okay, God has done mighty things to you before. You'll be like, praise God. Uh, last year, God did mighty things. Some years back, God has done mighty things. Who told you that God can't do it again? Or who told you that God can't do more than that? You must engage Him until you continuously engage God. You will continue to live in the past glory. Our testimony must be new every day. It must be yesterday. God did this, today he did this again, now, tomorrow he will do this. So our testimony must be a testimony of engaging God. Now we saw people that engage God, 
we saw Abraham he engaged God and why is he engaging God we must engage God for our war that is why the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel I sought for a man can you just ask me imagine the whole of the world God is seeking for a man I think all what God needs is a man a man in that family a man in that association a man in that gathering a man in that business organization a man amidst two people a man in that carcass a man can you just see that all god is requesting for let me just get a man among them in that school let me get a man in that classroom let me get a man among that communion let me get a man in among that relationship let me just find one person in that market let me just find one person in that working place let me just find one person that is the point at which we engage god all god is requiring for is one man can you mean this is this has nothing to do with your gender either you are a male or female god is just looking for people that we engage in people that we engage in let's check the scripture the book of luke chapter 1 we want to see man that engage god luke chapter 1 verse 16 luke chapter 1 but let me start from verse 14 it says and thou shalt have joy at his joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his birth people that engage god are people that proclaim joy and gladness of god they are people that reveal the magnitude of god they are people that demonstrated god's power and glory oh god i pray we will come to a point at which all this thing will be a reality in our life it says what verse 15 for he shall be great in the sight of the lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with Holy Ghost, and even from his bed. Verse 16. And many child, many children, and many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. We see from the birth of John the Baptist, it was meant to turn people from darkness to God. He was meant to set the captives free, engaging God. He was meant to claim this word for God. It was said about the apostles, they turned the world upside down. I think that was a misconception. What they actually did was they set the world aright. They set the world aright. It must come to a point at which we, the teasers of God, must be passionate about turning our world for God must be passionate about winning our world for God. This is at the point at which we can say we are chasing God. Ma, the world is dying. Unrighteousness is the order of the day. Ungodliness is the point. Is, is, is what is the order of the day. But God is seeking for people that can engage him. Let's check from the scripture. Abraham. Abraham actually engaged God. He engaged God for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. Can you imagine? He engaged God from the point of one 
from the point of 50, 45, 40, 35, he engaged God for them. Can you just wait and cry for the land? Engage God for the land. Cry that God, we have heard of how you have done in the past. We pray that you replicate your dealings in the past in our generation. Can we just cry and pray to God? God, we have heard of how you are pro your spirit on the heavenly Christians. Now you can do that again in our life. This is the point at which we engage God. We engage God for our world. We engage God for our community. We engage God for our society. We engage God for our country. We engage God for our family. We engage God for our vicinity. The, our place of work, we engage God for it. This is the point at which we can engage God. At one point, Abraham engaged God for Lot and his family. <laughs> Oh my God. People that engage God. People that engage God. <laughs> people that engage God. People that engage God. These are people that we can claim to be genuine Jesus of God. People that are fit for the end time revival. People that has counted themselves as a flag bearer of the revival that is bringing forth. People that are living to the glory of God. People that God can through them win the world for himself. People that engage God. We saw again Moses. Moses engaged God for the children of Israel. God said, I will wipe them out. Moses, I will make you I will make you someone I really wanted. I will make you a nation. I will destroy them and start up a new nation from you. But Moses engaged God for the children of Israel. That is found in the book of Exodus chapter 32 verse 9 to 12. He said, God, don't kill them. Instead of you killing them, make, I will rather what? Remove my name from the book of life. Even Abraham, the book of Jesus chapter 18, verse 1 to 21, he engaged God. Moses also engaged God. We've seen Gideon. Gideon what? He also engaged God. He wants to test of the reality of God. Let's read that place. Gideon chapter 6. We saw what Gideon did. He engaged God just to discover who God was actually. Who God is. Judges chapter 6. He began to engage God. Ma, enough of just living a life like that engage God. The Bible says about Gideon in the book of that Gideon and that Judges chapter 6 verse 14 says, and the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this thy might and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianite for have not I sent thee. These are people that engage God. Another person is the tribal they engage God. Even at the midst of trials and challenges, they stood their ground. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. Say, even though it did not save us, we will not bow down. People that stood their ground, people that maintain their standard, people that don't want to compromise, people that what others are doing, they cannot do it. People that are taking time to what to engage God. Another person that we what we we we, we need to what we need to know is Paul. Paul also engaged God. Paul, he engaged God. He engaged God. He, 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 he expresses the reality of God. Luke chapter 3. Luke chapter 3. Engaging God. And, uh, sorry, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. Philippians 3, 
verse 12. I trust that God is communicating something into our heart. I trust that God. Let me let's start. Let me start from verse 9. It says, um, be found in him. Oh my God. Who is this that I am found in Christ? The word of a man that has engaged God. He has been found in Christ. He has encountered God. He has exploit God and he has been found in Christ. Engage God. It says, and be found in Christ, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his restoration and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. If by enemies I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Now, you see, is what the word of a man that is what engaging God says that I may know him. It is quite unfortunate that what believers today all they want to know is the power of his resurrection, the power that does miracle. All they want to know the power that does miracle, the power that he. The power that commands miracles, signs, and wonder. The power that turns situation around. They have prayed and prayed for a change of life. All they want to be engaging is what the life that what that transforms. All they want to be engaging is a life of people, a life of men, a life of people that can actually point to a testimony. Yes, it's good. I really love it. But Paul went further. This and the fellowship of his suffering. You must be willing to suffer with Christ. But if you are suffering with Christ, we are not suffering as a man. That is what is suffering against the law. No, 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 no. We are not breaking the law. We are suffering for, for Christ. We must what? We must live as a man that what? Fellowship with his suffering. And being made conformable to his death. This is an utterance of a man that is what? That has engaged God. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Another thing we need to know. Tips we need to know. The tips of chasing God. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 to 14. We, we only quote the, 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 the good part. I know the thought I asked was you. The thought of good and not of evil. To, to give you unexpected end. But verse 12 really buttress the point. Jeremiah chapter 12, uh, chapter 29 verse 12. It says that what? That if ye, if you will seek me, oh my God, oh my God, I pray that we come to this point. The tips for chasing after God. Tips for chasing after God. Jeremiah 29 Jeremiah 29 verse 12 it says then shall ye call upon me and ye shall go and pray unto me and i will hearken unto thee then shall ye taste after me then shall ye taste after me then shall ye chase after me. Then shall ye, you know, in the place of chasing after God, 
you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hang him. Verse 13, and ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with the whole of your heart. Ma, the reason why you are not Well, the reason why you have not come to the point of laying hold or laying grip on God is because you are not seeking Him with the whole of your heart. The Bible told us that if we seek Him with the whole of our heart, we will find Him. One of the tips for seeking God is to seek Him, chase Him with the whole of your heart. Chase God with the whole of your heart. Another thing is what? The book of Isaiah chapter 55 Isaiah 55 Isaiah 55 verse 6 Seek ye the Lord why he may be found call ye upon him why he is near we saw here that we need to seek him why he can be found these are tips I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus name and also how do we sustain our encounter how do we sustain our exploration and how do we sustain our engagement with God? The Bible tells the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 42. It says, One thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the path which shall not be taken away from him. It's a story of someone we know. We know about Mary and Martha. But how do we sustain it? Choose one thing that is needful. Choose that which is needful. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Many a times we love God, but now we are forsaken our first love. They have told us in the book of Revelation chapter 2, down one, down one. It says, You have forsaken your first love, but what? Come back. Seek for where you have missed it and return back to your first love. If we actually chase after God, if God can actually do Miracle signs and wonder. If we want to bear the flag of the entire river, man, we must encounter him, we must explore him, and we must engage him. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. God's chaser. When is the love of our heart? We chase him continually. I pray the good God. We grant us more revelation in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word. We say be that glorified Lord in Jesus' name. I pray that the entrance of your word will give us life and understanding. Grant us grace to chase you the more. And grant us grace to tarry the more. Grant us grace to engage you the more. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, I will pray. Amen.